What's up, guys? Before we jump into this episode with Scott Knudsen from Hoopla CRM, um, we are going to give a quick little economic update and then a Spectora update. So um, this year obviously started off rocky, um, a very different start to the year than last year, but some of the numbers have been coming in on home sales uh, in, for January, February, and they're encouraging. So um, the new forecast from NAR on home sales for the year is 4.58 million sales for the year. And that is um, an upward revision. I think we started the year only at about 4 million was the expected number of home transactions. So things are trending higher when you get when you go from January, February to March. Um, and then mortgage rates have continued to drop, which I think as an industry, we all want to see um, come down from the elevated level they got to. They were popped up around 7% to start the year. And so now we're at about 6.28%, the average on the 30-year fixed, which um, helps affordability, which helps people buy more homes, which I think in our industry, we're all in favor of. So some um, green shoots there, I think that we can be constructive on uh, maybe too early to say, um, that we're out of the woods yet, but I feel constructive. Um, I, I'm seeing activity pick up across the network. I'm hearing from inspectors. Um, some have been busy throughout the start to the year. And I think that has to do more with their personal kind of growth habits and their outreach and how they are continuing to win market share. But I think new inspectors should feel encouraged um, that there are going to be more transactions. Agents um, are going to be more optimistic, working with more buyers. So keep up your marketing, keep meeting with agents, keep sending out outreach, mass emails, keep getting coffees, um, and keep looking for ways to stay in front of agents. You have to do this ahead of when you think you're going to be busy. So if you don't feel busy now, um, or if you're not where you want to be, double down on marketing, outreach, activity. Um, I don't want anyone to be sitting around waiting for the business to come in that's how people fall out of the industry. And, and we've seen that over the years. So, um, okay, onto some Spectora updates, some really exciting next gen updates. So next gen again is our from the ground up mobile app that we've built on new technology um, to future proof Spectora in our app and, and everything you love about it. It's come a very long way. Many of you haven't tried it in months. Some of you beta tested it maybe a year ago. Um, but there's a couple big updates that Megan just gave me. So for one on both on both Android and Apple, you can now set the aspect ratio on the rapid fire camera. So again, the rapid fire camera, a lot of you know and love it. You can set the aspect ratio on that now, which is huge. Um, seemed like a small update, but then some inspectors wrote in and said like, oh my God, this is like the most amazing update you guys have made. Number two, you can access additional lenses on Apple devices like the wide angle or the telephoto lens. So that's a huge deal for you Apple users. Um, you can now leverage all the cameras and all the power of these crazy Apple phones. So um, that's big. And then here's a few quotes from, from the release. So um, this inspector said, I saw an update come through and saw the camera. Wow, exclamation point, bravo team. Um, and then another, yes, 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 all I've ever wanted. I'm about to cry of joy, thank you. So real inspector quotes talking about the camera updates. So right into the chat bubble guys if you haven't used next gen or if you're curious about it check it out and one last update so we've never had advertisers on the pod and uh we still aren't but we like to promote people and businesses that we feel like we align with that we think just are good people that do good business and make the industry better and so on that note um there is an ieb conference so if you don't know what ieb is it's a business 
and coaching kind of group where you get like-minded people coming together to talk about more than just the home inspection part of our business and industry. Um, you talk about business building, marketing, strategy, finance, what it's like to be a CEO of a home inspection company that's growing and has two, five, 10, 20 home inspectors under you. And then leadership development, breakout groups, personal development, lots of cool things. And I think that's why we're um, excited and, and help promote IEB events because not only are we sponsors there typically, um, we just believe in the messages they they promote and it's very non-salesy, it's, it's very community driven and oriented and it's something we appreciate. And we think it makes the industry better. We think inspection companies get better and more sophisticated by going there and, and we level up as well. And so that's why um, we're just giving a little shout out to their conference coming up, IEB Unite. It's in San Antonio. Um, it is May 31st through June 2nd. And it's at a cool venue down there, the La Cantina Resort, I believe is what it's called. And uh, the keynote speaker is Pat Flynn from Yellowbird. I hadn't heard of Yellowbird, but it, apparently it's a real estate investing company. Um, so should be cool, should should offer some cool insights there into probably what he's seeing on like a macro level with real estate investing. But um, there's a promo code. So it's not just me telling you about it. There's a promo code that you can use um, to save and, and drop the price down from the non-member price of $548 to attend the conference to $199. So It'll be $199 instead of $548 with this promo code IEBSocial23. So again, that's IEBSocial23 to go to the IEB conference. Um, and again, that's in San Antonio, May 31st through June 2nd. Spectora typically is a platinum sponsor there. Again, because we believe in the community and the in the, the methods and strategy that they teach there. We also teach a lot of and, and promote to inspectors to help grow their business, make it more efficient. Because again, when you guys grow and thrive, we all we all win. So check it out. I'll put the link in the description um, for you to learn more. All right, so today we have Scott Knudsen, Hoopla CRM. He was on the podcast years ago. Um, and we, I think we had audio problems on the first episode, but you can go back and listen to the episode to hear his initial backstory. But he is still running signature home inspections out of Southern California. Um, he was one of our first like 50 customers. So Scott holds a special place in our heart and he's just a good dude. He also has a, a CRM that he started years ago and is out there in the market now, Hoopla CRM. And again, they're not an advertiser with us. We don't make any money from this, but he's doing pretty innovative, cool things in terms of automation, um, ways to send realtors uh, emails when they haven't used you in a while and different triggers and things that you can set up using Spectora linked with Hoopla CRM. Cool stuff, again, so we promote it because we think, hey, this is like business intelligence and automation that helps you guys grow your business. So check it out, hear what we have to say. Um, it's a fun conversation. He Again, we talk about his travel uh, bug because he's a big traveler and he has run a multi-inspector company while traveling the world and, uh, and made it work. And so you hear the ups and downs of that, but then also um, the story of Hoopla and what it can do for the home inspection industry. Pretty cool stuff. So I hope you enjoy the conversation and I'll put links to everything in the description if you're watching on YouTube um, or if you're just listening on audio, the links will be in the description there as well. All right, enjoy. What's going on, brother? Oh, just, uh, yeah, 80 degrees yesterday. Man. <laughs> my wife yesterday we were taking a walk and it was so cold and we could see our breaths and she was like do you want to move <laughs> yeah 
You can do it, can't you? You guys aren't working in the office, are you? You're working from home? We uh, we might have an in-office presence for hybrid, but not for yeah, not five days in. So we're gonna we're gonna try the hybrid thing out. What about uh, Mike? He's been saying he's been wanting to move to California for a while. You know, I think we're rediscovering the power of in-person when dealing with some teammate, building up teammates and our leadership team. So maybe not in the short term, but yeah, he's he's a surfer dude for life. So he, he'll get out there eventually. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, it was, uh, it's been nice. My parents were out here for a month. Oh, when was it? They, you know, they live in Missouri and uh, it rained. We got quite a bit of rain this year, so um we'll see where it goes from there well that's nice they got to come out yeah yeah i kind of got i was i went out there for two weeks during christmas and then came out they flew him back my dad you know even though he was an air traffic controller he uh for whatever reason just you know didn't like getting on planes had this anxiety about it for some reason so maybe knew, knew too much knows too much about him uh, you know, I think it was more or less the changes that they've made since he last flew, you know, going through the security and doing all that kind of stuff. But, uh, I think when I said, Hey, I'll be with you, I'll fly you guys through. I mean, my mom's done it several times, but he just hasn't, hasn't flown for probably 25 years. And, uh, I told him, I said, I'll get you a wheelchair if that's what you want, you know, but he wouldn't get in one. So, yeah. He's pushing, he's 83 this year. And I think my mom's 80. So they're, they're getting up there. Yeah. Got to cherish the time. Right. Um, yeah. Man, we have so much we can talk about because uh, you know, for people that maybe haven't listened to the first time you were on, we're not going to go through the whole backstory again. They can go back and listen to that, but your uh, career and kind of the ups and downs you've been through, you've grinded it out, you know, as a solo, you've grown a team. You've traveled while managing the business. You've done so many interesting things and been so many places. Um, we'll definitely get into the hoopla stuff, um, maybe yeah. in the back half of this. But yeah, it's funny when you put on the on the invite the early days of Spectora because <laughs> you've got some stories, I'm sure. I remember the um, what was it the when we first did this podcast, we had sound issues. Remember that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that was like, uh, I look back and I think it was, what day was that? It was almost four years ago. Yeah. Isn't that, yeah. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. I, it's insane. I, took, I went back and looked at, I'm like, how long ago was that? And I took a snapshot of it because I was just curious what it was. And it was like four years ago. And, um, yeah, we had some big sound issues. So yeah, <laughs> so we redo. Can, we need a redo. We might need to recap some of that, but I, I'm trying to think even where you mentally and your business was at at the time, because I, if you just want to even update me for my own sake, not let alone for the listeners of like the arc I, that your company and journey has gone on, because I think I was in growth mode or I was wanting to grow. Mm-hmm. And um, I think with all the traveling that I want to do, or that I, you know, it's, it's, it's difficult because they, um, even though we don't see them all the time, the inspectors, they, uh, as soon as they find out that I'm gone, stuff doesn't get, you know, reports go out late and, you know, they're, <laughs> but, you know. Let's it, start it, here. Have you always had a passion for traveling? Because that, that was one thing that I think Mike and I thought was pretty, pretty cool. In you know, I didn't, the first time I traveled was, um, 
right before September 11th. Mm -hmm. I had an uncle, I had an uncle that traveled all the time. Uh, he owned a vet clinic outside of Omaha, Nebraska, and uh, was gone all the time. And I'm like, that's, you know, that's kind of cool. And uh, I asked him, and he used to go to South Africa a lot. So I said to him, I said, hey, if you uh, ever go, let me know. You know, I want to go. So he said, yeah, I'm going to go in, uh, I think it was December, because it's their summertime down there. And so he uh, says, let's plan it. So what I, you know, at the time I wasn't making that kind of money, you know, so I've said, you know what, I'm going to put away 200 bucks a month and save up, bought my ticket. I think it was like 1200 bucks. And we went down there for three weeks and that was where I got the bug and uh, traveled a little bit with my ex-wife. And uh, then when we got divorced, I was thinking, all right, I'm, how old was I when we got divorced? 45, I think I'm 50 now. And, um, thought what else I'm going to do, you know, single go, guy, go see the world. Yeah. yeah, Let's do it. And it kind of, you know, at the same time, it kind of gave me a, a chance to evaluate, you know, when you're out there by yourself and, you know, doing all that kind of stuff. And so I've just had the bug ever since. And I'm, I'm happy being, you know, I don't think I could ever live in a city like New York, but get me in Barcelona, Rome, <laughs> where you can just walk out the door and you know do everything right there you don't have to get in a car yeah you know and that's such a strange thing for somebody that lives in suburban LA you know Orange County where you have to drive everywhere and I just dread you know I'm like looking at the time to say all right do I got you know what time's rush hour can I can I get there and back without having to fight traffic <laughs> same I long for you know existing in a city where you just walk out the front door and almost everything is there public transit clean yeah. streets yeah did you get into the home inspection business knowing it would enable that type of freedom and flexibility in travel or did it happen just kind of as you? No, I kind of, I think it kind of happened as the, um, everything moved online because, you know, 20 years ago, I've been doing this 20 years. And so 20 years ago, I, I took the A-Hit class, you know, couldn't do it online, couldn't do it in the books. And, it, you know, you think about 20 years, that's not that long ago, mm -hmm. but they were still doing the paper reports. I mean, sure. that was, AHIT was pushing those carbon copy reports and they did have a software. And that's what I thought is like, you know what? I don't want to do this paper report. I had a, how I got into this was I had an inspector that I hired for a house when I was living in Salt Lake and he faxed a handwritten report over to me. And I'm like, what is, you know, no photos, no nothing. I'm like, what is this? And so uh, I'm like, I can do better than this, yeah. you know, and uh, didn't hire another, you know, didn't, didn't, I'm like, well, I, you know, I had a little bit of background. I, you know, done construction stuff like that. I'm like, well, I can do what that guy does. And so on my next, that house ended up falling through. Uh, there was some serious flooding issues in the basement that they weren't aware of and they wouldn't fix it. It was a bank owned property. So the next house that we came across, I'm like, all right, you know, this house isn't as old. I'm going to go through and do it. And, uh, come to find out a couple of weeks later, um, I've got somebody coming in to, uh, wire, or I had a friend that's an electrician that was wiring a ceiling fan and he looks down and he goes, did you know your house had aluminum wiring? And I'm like, Nope. <laughs> I'm like, what is that? You know, I panicked, you know, I was like, what is that doing all this research, going to home Depot, you know, thinking about what I can do, you know, I don't want my house to burn down. And at that point I'm thinking, man, there is a definitely a need for this. And so, um, yeah, I started looking for places online to, to do the thing and found a hit and was working for a company that I 
they tended they tend to lay off if they were going to do layoffs it was always december because that's mm-hmm. when the contracts would come up mm-hmm. and uh i knew it was coming so um i was like all right i had it ready to go had my business structure set up and they said um they said yeah you're uh uh, you know, late job. And like the next week I was on a plane, I had a friend that lived in Scottsdale and that's where they were having the training class and went through a hits two week class and learned all that stuff. And, and, uh, I think that's where it was, it is an inspected is that was their software. Inspect it. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That they've sunsetted. Yeah. So that was sunsetted my first foray into, uh, the software and, and, um, yeah. And then from there we went over to report host and then we dabbled a little bit into HomeGage, but their app for iPhone was just junk. And uh, I think how we came to you guys was, is that uh, I was at the time was looking at Home HubSpot, which, you know, they're not even around anymore. Mm-hmm. Remember them? Yep. And Home then, Hub um, yep. Um, I think Ryan, Ryan put me onto you guys and I looked at it and I said, that's it. That's what I want. So early adopter. Ryan, yeah. Ryan was an early, early adopter. And I remember... For everyone out there, this is this is hilarious that like we were so new and young and you at the time, I was like, this is the first like big time inspector that's looking <laughs> at us. Yeah, you know, and I was so nervous because you're you're I a straight say big time, but maybe like knowledgeable, like <laughs> I know what I want. You know, it was like you're from California. It looked like you did a ton of inspections. And I was like, oh, my God, we we uh, have to do whatever it takes to make this guy happy because He's the first real big time inspector. And so, um, yeah, so we work hand in hand with you. You've been through, you know, ugly crashes, ugly downtimes. You, uh, I, I'm always going to thank you and be indebted to you for the, the feedback and kind of seeing the vision and hanging in there, honestly, through some ugliness. Um, and you know, you helped improve the product. Yeah. I remember when you guys had the, uh, what was it? The, the referral, the affiliate where you could get 50 bucks off your, uh, you know, monthly fee if you, you know, shared it on social media. And I was sharing that all the time. And I just remember we had, there was a competitor, I won't name names, but they would always call me out saying, oh, you know, they're, you're getting, I'm like, I don't care what it is. You know, I'm going to share this product and I'm going to get the word out. So uh, every time I see you guys on site, I always tell your, uh, the people that work for you at those conventions. I'm like, I was number eight. I don't know what my number is, but uh, I was like, I'm number eight. Pick eight. Yeah. Yeah. I'll just pick eight. And I used to always joke around with Kat. Was it Cassie? Casey. Yeah. Casey. Yeah. She used to say, yeah, we've got a, we've got a special color bubble whenever you pop into the chat. So yeah. Yeah. That's kind of funny, but and if yeah. we bring, we might bring the referral program back and you're, we owe you lots of back pay. If we do that, and there's a, uh, there's an undisclosed amount that we owe you in back referral pay, uh, when we recontinue that program, <laughs> FYI. So yeah, it's, it's worth it. <laughs> you know, having me dab into it a little bit. I see the benefits from it as well. So one thing but I yeah, remember, I, I even saw, oh, go ahead. One thing I remember about you was you were, you were just so direct and that was almost my intro into it's how how most inspectors are. And I remember being like nervous to talk to you because I was like, you know, cause when, when you just start something, it's your baby and you feel like, you know, you don't take criticism as well, but like you were just so direct and matter of fact, you were just like, Hey, like, I'm not going to bullshit you. This is what needs to be done. This can't be, this is unacceptable. You got to do this. And we grew trust over time. And then I came to just like, love it to where I'm like, doesn't pull any punches straightforward um was scared of the guy and I love the guy well I think I think that was probably good training 
what you guys were to expect. Um, you guys, <laughs> I think maybe originally you thought, you know, hey, this is going to be an in, uh, easy entry. But as you probably learned over the years, these inspectors know what they need to have and and are pretty adamant. And and that's been the challenge is that not every inspector has the same things that they need. Yeah. You know, you guys, you guys point out what's and wrong for seen, a living. Yeah. You've seen some of the forms, you know, it's all over the place, you know, as far as what, <laughs> uh, you know, for example, you know, I, I looked at some of your questions that you had, you know, on your uh, invite, you know, stuff that you've asked and, um, you know, not everybody's going to have the same view as far as like, for example, uh, when I went through training, they always told us don't park in the driveway. Well, I saw a guy the other day that parks his car every single time in the driveway. I'm like, dude, that's, you know, I was always trained that you want to leave that for the realtor and the client so they can pull in. Sure. And two, you know, you don't want to stain the client's uh, driveway, you know, with possible oil leaks and stuff like that. Go. So I know it's a little bit harder, you know, here in, in Orange County, we have a lot of HOAs. And so, you know, it's tough to find parking sometimes, but uh I've always pushed that on my guys is like, you know what, if you got to park down the street and carry your ladder, that's what you want to do. You want to leave the spot for them. So let's, we won't spend a lot of time on this. Let's talk about the forums and social media, because I'm going to preface this. Yep. You're the same person you are online that you are in person. And I respect it and love that you just tell people what's up. You give people your opinion. Where are you at currently on your engagement on social media? Have you given up talking to the, to the, the idiots or do you yeah. still jump in there and yeah I, I i i don't uh i'm not on there as much okay. so i i mean i am but i i i uh you know i think i think after a while you just realize that hey you're not going to change anybody's mind on your views or anything like that uh even though sometimes you're just like oh i want to say <laughs> something uh i just kind of move on you know it's hard because it's you know you read the comments you know that's kind of why people are on there they're reading the comments and uh, for example, I think you just have to have a tough skin and try to stay away from leaving those comments. It's like, for example, right now, Madonna, Madonna's taking a beating online with how she looked, you know, during the Grammys and uh, she's kind of fighting back a little bit. But at the same time, I think the realization is that people that haven't seen her for a while were kind of shocked, you know? And so, yeah, you just kind of have to tune it out. So yeah, I don't, uh, I don't engage as much anymore. I, uh, you know, as a business, you want to try to, you know, I kind of just, yeah, I just, just kind of got over it and don't engage as much as I used to. So our, just so you know, internally, our team was always shouting your name and, and celebrating you when, you know, whenever we would have hard times or, or things in fires, we were fighting you and a couple other users would always, um, you know, be the rational voices and say, look, they're aware of it. They're working on it. It's sometimes in not so polite words. And we always appreciated you guys. We always cheered for you internally to say like, yeah, I've always, always been a good, big supporter of you guys. So, and I know how it is, you know, it's, it's the same thing right now. You know, I used to have an issue with, um, you know, it's like you were saying earlier was that, uh, you know, you get defensive sometimes, mm -hmm. you know, it's like somebody comes back to us and I know that we try to do the best we can on an inspection. And, you know, if a complaint comes in, I've just gotten to the point now, it's like, you know what, I'm not even gonna, I'm, I'm not even gonna read, I'll, I'll read it, but I'm not even gonna respond. I'm gonna mm -hmm. let it sit. I'll wait until the next day. You know, you know, there's that saying, your lack of planning is not my emergency. Oh, and, and it just get, lets me, you know, be able to do the research that needs to be done without having to res respond back. And, 
Um, I think in their early days, I would take it too um, personal. And so now it's just like, you know what, if somebody's got a complaint, I want them to do some, I need, need to have them do certain things for me um, before I can, you know, I need to educate myself. I need to review it. I need to take a look at it. I need to talk to the inspector. You know, that takes some time and it's not going to be something that's going to be responded to within an hour. So, and that's Wisdom. the problem. That's the problem is that, you know, we're in that um, generation to where everybody wants something right now. Yeah. Yeah. I React. think, I think the travel that I've done is that I realized that, you know, it's not that way in most, most of the world. It's just that way here. You know, it's like you go anywhere else and, you know, just to sit down and eat, it's going to take you two or three hours. You yeah. Know? You have so, to be present. That's yeah. amazing. And my, you, you know, obviously you you Mike patient. and I are big fans of that. What would you say? And then we'll, we'll get into the hoopla stuff. So I think a lot of inspectors get into the business because they want to be their own boss. They'll have time, freedom, flexibility, but then they never get around to traveling or even let alone maybe date night with, with their wife or kids or whatever. So how did, when did you, how did you make that shift one in terms of setting up your company to where you can enjoy life and spend the money you're making? And two, what challenges did you run into? I mean, I think it's the systems. You have to have the systems in place. So um, I remember before we came over to you guys, and this is before ISN, you know, we got on, I was, I was originally doing our inspection agreements uh, when it was just me, I was doing them on the uh, Nachi's agreement system. Yeah. And so I had like three or four places that I always have to put information in. And if it's a one man show, that's all right. But once you started to grow, I'm like, I can't be putting data in four different locations. I'd have to put it in the report. I'd have to put it into the agreement. Um, I'd have to put it into a service. You know, if you were using like recall check, you know, there was nothing that was combining anything. Um, I'd known about uh, ISN, but it was kind of daunting because I'm like, man, there's a lot in this. Um, and it's just something that you just have to jump into and do it. And I don't know if, you know, I'm on Spector Advanced now, but that was the problem that I had was that I'm like, oh, do I have the time to, you know, to migrate all this? And, and, <laughs> and spend the time. And, and once I did that, I think, I, I think I, who was the one that I was working with? Um, oh, what's her name? You Alexis. Know I was with. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think I asked for an extension like four or five times. I'm like, hey, <laughs> can we get an extension on this? Because it was like a month. And I finally said, all right, I'm going to buckle down. And and it wasn't, I don't, you know, I knew the software, but I didn't, um, I had so many automations, you know, and, and, you know, that had to be pulled over. And even though you guys were able to pull that stuff over, I still just basically started from scratch. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. And there, there's been some really cool features that you guys have just released that, um, that I really like as well. So I probably haven't been using all of them, but, um, yeah. So anyway, to answer your question, just, just setting up your systems online, uh, mm -hmm. that you can run from anywhere. I mean, I can take my laptop and I can place phone calls. I can, uh, do my marketing through my software that I have. I can, uh, do everything I need to do in your software, um, I used to, you know, you can, you can have HR software, you can have payroll software, everything can be on done online. And, um, that's, I, you just have to set up the systems. That's um, good advice. The other thing that we did too was, um, you know, I'm not a big guy on writing manuals, uh, you know, on how to do mm -hmm. something. And so what I started doing was I started taking, uh, you know, utilizing YouTube 
And if I needed to do a procedure, like let's say, for example, how to do payroll, mm-hmm. I'll just do a video, you know, oh. with, with, with Loom, how you can do it now with Loom is you can just record the whole process and uh, basically log it. You know, you can do the playlist on, on YouTube or any of those providers and log it and say, you know, HR, and then boom, go through everything on video. So when somebody comes in, um, you know, they can just watch it or you can just share it. So I did it this morning um, with your, um, what was it? The uh, uh, recommended contractors feature. Um, I finally got into that last night, man. I love that feature. Um, I went in there and it's hard because I asked the agents, I asked a couple of our top agents say, Hey, do you guys have contractors that you'd recommend? Problem is they don't want to share them because they're already busy as it is. So I'm like, well, I got to get somebody. So I went in and, you know, scoured Yelp, scoured, um, uh, Google got companies that were in our area, you know, had some good reviews and, um, put those in there. And so this morning when I was on the, um, on the Peloton, I shared it with uh, one of our top agents and he's like, yeah, that's great. And, uh, but he was, what happened was he had responded back to my request, you know, for good contract. He's like, well, you know, he didn't want to share, you know, cause they're already busy as it is. And then, so I, I did a loom video, sent it to him and says, Hey, what do you think about this feature? And he goes, great idea. But he goes, the only problem we have is, is that if, they go to contractors that we don't refer. Mm-hmm. Um, then we're chasing, you know, we got to follow that rabbit hole, you know, for a contractor that might, you know, have not the, you know, the client's best interest. And so I think the one recommendation that he had made, and this is for you guys was, is, is to be able to turn it on and off mm-hmm. by, by the agent. So like if an I, agent says, Hey, yeah. we don't want that. And so that would probably be something that you could put in their profile. Yep. Um, that way, if a client, you know, because I don't know if there's a way you can turn it on and off per agent, because I, I know there's going to be agents that are going to say, hey, I don't want that. on my Don't agent. do that at all. Yeah. 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 And then his other ask was like, can we put our people in there? Yep. You know, and I'm like, you yes. know, that would be something where, you know, that way they could uh, share who they want to, you know, refer. Um, and so that was the feedback that I got on that. That's, that's a really cool feature that I like. So I don't know if anybody's played around with that, but definitely try it out. You're so cutting edge. And I love how just like open you are to tech and systems and processes. I think that's why you've been able to craft kind of not only your home inspection business and, you know, and starting Hoopla, like all that great stuff, but those two features are on the roadmap. So 100%, those are things. Yeah. Yeah. I love that you're thinking. I'm not surprised you're thinking the same way we are about things by this well, point. Well, I, I roll it out. Like I kind of give <clears> them, <throat> you know, the, I want them to, I want feedback from them because I don't want, you know, they're going to tell me what they see. And that's kind of going back to how we set that up was in a loom, you know, it's, it's crazy. I can just go on there. You know, what I did was, is I, I had originally filmed it for my inspectors to let them know saying, Hey, if anybody asks for you guys for contractors, let them know. Cause we get that call all the time. Yeah. People will email us, call us and say, Hey, do you, who do you recommend? And I'm like, you know, depends. I mean, LA is a big area, you know, it's like, are you in LA? Are you in, you know, Newport beach, you know? So we try to find somebody that covers everywhere to put those in there, but that's, that's definitely going to be a great feature. But if, yeah, if they can add that where they can turn that on and off if they want by agent and then have them have the agents. I mean, we could go out and market that to agents say, Hey, we've got this new uh, feature in the software. You, you would be able to go in and put your own contractors in there or send us that list and we'll put them in for you. Beautiful. 
Yeah. And it's something I think you guys could charge clients for this feature, for this value yeah. add, right? Because you're doing the research, you're doing the sourcing, you've built the relationships. I think uh, most inspectors are hesitant yeah. to charge for their networks or the the work they do. Well, I think the benefit too, is that we always, um, you know, we had an instance, uh, the one I was talking about how I just, you know, we had an instance yesterday where we had made the recommendation to do some stuff on the water heater and some stuff on the duct work and all this other stuff. And whoever they hired that came in basically told them that they needed a, you know, $15,000 in, you know, HVAC work and ducting. And I'm like, basically, you know, threw us under the bus and I'm like, dude, that guy wouldn't even be there. If we didn't refer, you know, say, Hey, this needs to be looked at. And so now, you know, they go in there with that scare tactic and say, Hey, your inspector should have caught this. It's like, no, we, we caught it. We just told you, you needed to have somebody take a look at it further. And so I think if you were going to utilize this and you, you know, it's, it's hard in this area where I'm at because it's such a large metropolitan area. Um, but if you were in a smaller market, you could probably build those relationships with the plumber, you know, because some of these plumbing companies, they're going to have 50 people, you know, 50 yeah. in contractor. I can't control all 50 of them. Right. And so, and if the company's too small, they're not going to be able to handle all the, the work anyway. But um, if you had a small, you know, you can have that conversation with them say, Hey, I'm going to refer, um, you, you know, you, this business, but don't throw us under the bus. You know, it's like, you know, you got to have that thing, you know, so you got to have that conversation. So um, that's, that's just tough with some of these bigger companies. I have a question for you. So contractors are used to paying for leads or they get word of mouth business, right? They, they get word of mouth or they pay for ads through Google or through Angie or whatever. Are you against inspectors charging them for those leads or at least advertising an advertising no. fee? No, because it's been done for a while now on some of these uh, manuals, you know, like for these, you know, these maintenance manuals, you know, some of these, um, you know, I remember um, when we were buying ours from, I think, uh, RWS, um, they basically had that option during your design process that, you know, you could get, you know, that was kind of the pitch was, you know, you could get your plumber or your HVAC to, to basically purchase these for you. You could sell the ad space on them. Yeah. Um, just kind of like the, that famous uh, scam that goes around in our industry of people saying, Hey, we're going to put you on a Remax's folder and you're going to be the only guy on there. And the home inspector is not understanding that that's one of the biggest scams out there that, most of the people in that office have never even heard of that company yeah. and we'll probably never see the folder. So yeah. cool. No, I, I think it's something that's underutilized and a huge differentiator. If you can market it right. And you're, I think of you as like a half marketer, half inspector, half business owner. So, I mean, it's a, uh, I think there's massive opportunity there. We have to round out the product, which we're doing this quarter, but um, that's cool. You've gotten good feedback on it. Good to hear. Yeah, I like I said, I just started it last night. So I, you know, I was watching TV. I don't remember what it was, had the laptop on. I'm like, all right, you know, I'm kind of multitasking watching a show that I wasn't really watching and threw it in there. And yeah, it's up and running right now. So um hopefully the you know, the new agent uh, you know, I think what you could do until you guys turn it off is just I you probably just be able to delete that section, right? Because I think it goes into the the menu on the left. Right. So you could always just delete that. Yeah. Just not have it, just not have it show up for certain agents. Um, I just love that I, your mentality, I think is refreshing because I think the default inspector mentality is I'm scared. There's liability. What if so-and-so, what if 26 bad things happen as opposed to you guys regaining the power in the transaction and kind of owning those relationships instead of 
like you said, people Googling it and then a random contractor throwing you under the bus. Because uh, yeah. that that's going to happen regardless. Well, the other thing too is, you know, some people don't like to do the referrals because they like don't want the liability. But I think you know, we've always told people on site that say, you know, always get, you know, three or four, you know, or two or three, at least two or three, minimum two uh, bids, uh, because one's going to be high, one's going to be low, you know, the guy's going to be in the middle. Um, you know, otherwise, you're not, you know, you're not you don't understand yeah. what the price is. And so I would say even on the verbiage on that recommended contractor is to put something like that in the verbiage saying, you know, we recommend that you contact two or three companies. And so in mine, what I've done is I've just put in there two at minimum so they can go in there with that quote feature and they can send an email to both of them. It's kind of like Yelp's feature. You know how you can go on to Yelp. Like I had a, a problem with my garage door opener the other day and I was, you know, I'd had them, both of them brand new installed, but one of them wasn't working. And the garage guy was like, oh, I got, you know, I got another appointment left me hanging with one of them not working because he couldn't figure out how to turn it. You know, it was ended up being a sensor that was bad on the unit. And uh, I'm like, dude, you, you kind of left me hanging. So I was laying in bed, went on to Yelp and I just said, all right, I'm going to get a bid on, you know, and they basically, you can select on Yelp, you know, how many people, you know, that you, you can just type in what you want. Yeah. So, so, so some of this, you know, the same concept. So yeah, right on. Um, so, all right, let's, let's talk about when you got to the point where Hoopla was born, how did it come about? Tell me kind of, uh, the story of went from home inspector owner to, I want to, do something else. I want to try something else in tandem. Travel. <laughs> I wanted, uh, you know, with, with the, with the, what, with, with how people were able to work remotely, uh, during the pandemic, I'm like, I, I want that, you know, I want to be able to have the freedom of being able to, you know, wake up in Columbia one morning and open my laptop and, and be able to work. And, um, I've, you know, that's kind of, you know, you see that, you know, and I think they're starting to pull people back in the offices and people are kicking and screaming because they feel like, you know, they can be just as productive. And I think we mentioned a little bit earlier was that, um, you know, it's still nice to be able to have that access to be able to come back in, you know, cause I would never just get up and leave, you know, the home inspection business. Uh, but I could be gone for a month or so and not have to always be here. I, I know a company that just moved, you know, they have a, a large company in Massachusetts and they just moved to Florida and they're still running the business in Massachusetts because they have moved everything online. They've gotten rid of some of this, you know, they don't visit the offices as much as they used to because everything's changed. You know, the marketing has changed. The, uh, you know, agents aren't in the office like they used to be. So yeah. Okay. So in, and I guess for everyone that doesn't know, let's explain what Hoopla is, why you got into this particular space. Yeah. Well, one is, uh, you know, seeing your guys' lifestyle. I like, <laughs> no, I know you guys are hard workers. You're probably thinking, man, we shouldn't have got into this software, but anyway, what <laughs> I need what to travel was, more. I need to yeah. get out more. You've traveled more than me. Yeah. What, a, well, you're, you know, I'm singles, so that's a little bit easier. <laughs> Um, uh, what it was, was a couple years ago, I was looking for a CRM software and, uh, I couldn't find everything that had everything all in one. I think the closest I got was Zoho and, you know, they might've added some stuff, but I was having to pay for us, you know, I, you know, for example, you know, pay for a software like a CRM, uh, you know, CRMs, you know, hundred bucks, 80 bucks, uh, uh, email marketing, uh, software, like MailChimp constant contact. I think I looked at MailChimp the other day. It was like 80 bucks, uh, a month 
for 5,000 contacts, for example. I'm like, it's crazy. And then, um, you know, and it wasn't that easy to use at first. And then you have, you know, Calendary, you have all these different uh, platforms. And by the time you, you know, they were impossible to connect together. They were just like, okay, I got to have a Zapier for this. I got to have a Zapier for this. <laughs> and it was like, I'm like, I want to have something all in one, you know? And so uh, basically one of the automations, I wanted the social scheduler, you know, like Hootsuite built in everything all at once. And um, I couldn't find it. And so I said, all right, I'm going to start looking. So I had uh, dabbled in uh, doing the, is it Upwork? Or is that what they're still yeah. called? Yeah. Uh, you know, finding some um, uh, developers on on Upwork, found one, kind of told him what I needed, what I wanted it to do. Yeah, 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 yeah I can do that. I can do that. And I told him, I said, I don't have any, you know, all, I, all I'm going to be able to help you with is say, this is what I want it to do. And uh, yeah, 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 yeah come to find out he's asking me for all this stuff. I'm like, I have no idea. I spent more time trying to educate myself on the stuff that he wanted uh, versus actually building, having anything built. And it wasn't even going to be as thorough, you know, as, as uh, encompassed as what it is now. You know, I think the, the logo started out to be just a text messaging platform, hence the, you know, the texting over here on the logo. Yeah. And then it just kind of grew from there. I'm thinking, all right, well, what? So I found another uh, company that could do it. And so I said, this is what I need to do. Here you go. And that was probably last year. And then we did the, you know, we had the soft launch where we were just signing up people that we knew and um, anybody that would listen to us. And then Nachi uh, back in October, uh, since it was in our backyard, I said, all right, let's do a, you know, that's going to be our launch. This is what we're going to promote it to. And so it's been nice because we haven't, you know, had, I was worried that we're going to get overwhelmed with everything, but I think what we've seen is that because of the market, um, you know, it's slower than what it is. Home inspectors are trying to, you know, rein in costs. And so we've seen, you know, people say, well, I want to sign up, but I don't, you know, have that hundred dollars, for example, uh, to do it. And so I think once this market turns around, we'll start seeing, but what's been nice is that it's given us time to work through you know, the onboarding process, the, you know, the, the tech support process, um, stuff that wasn't there in the beginning that we can fine tune and then learn, you know, you know, I think the biggest thing we've seen right now is that we can get people to sign up, we can get them on the platform, but getting them to actually get in there and use it. That's a whole nother challenge because I don't want any churn. You don't want them to, you know, leave, you know, so I would never have known about churn until I, you know, started selling a software as a service. So it's a beautiful yeah. world, right? It's a beautiful and complicated and sometimes stressful world. But um, what I'm excited about is some of the best businesses are created in recessions or pullbacks because you get a few, few users to give you good intimate feedback and you just refine, refine, refine. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm pumped for it. So you, that developer you found still working with the, you found a good one then that can yeah. hang with you and, and make, make updates. That's great. Yeah. They're on the back end. Um, they're updating all the time. Uh, they don't only do it for us. So there's some other um, people that they work with on it. So, and then we're adding new stuff all the time because um, they have connections with other companies. Like for example, uh, a, a new feature that we just added. Um, I mean, it'll do, you know, text message marketing, it'll do email marketing, it's a CRM. Um, it has the, you know, calendar options, 
Um, you know, it's got the missed call text back. It's got the social media planner, which is great because I can actually just go in there and schedule mm. uh, a month's worth of social media if I want. Um, it's got as many forms and chat bot. So, um, you know, I think I saw, well, I saw, where was it? An article the other day. I think you just, you guys just released it about uh, the, these websites are going to get more leads than anybody else. And uh, I don't know if you probably don't, you know, probably not handling your, your blogs and stuff, but there was a blog on there that basically you guys had like five websites that they had lead capture forms. Uh, and right, so right. that's what we, that's what we've been doing with ours is that, you know, I use it, I use our software for our own company and putting stuff on automation. You know, for example, when somebody fills out a form, like for example, a customer complaint form or a quote form that you know, we can put them on automation where we can send them emails, text messages and stay in front of them. Um, the other thing that what we do is, is we connect uh, through Spectora, uh, through Zapier. And so we're able to pull any new agent that comes in through, you know, we obviously enter them into Spectora or uh, Spectora first, and then Zapier pulls them over. And then what we do is we just tag them new agent. Um, and then we set it up in our system where it knows that they're not already in our system. So we can, what we do is we put them on an eight um uh, week email campaign where we send them an email once a week telling them a little bit about our company, our coverage area, the services that we offer. And then we can also put them on a, a, a text message nurture to where we can send them the first text message is, hey, this is Scott with Signature Home Inspection. We recently did a, you know, worked with you on a property. Here's $50 coupon uh, for mm -hmm. your next inspection. And what we do is we create the coupon code Inspectora and then that way we can tie it back to, you know, you know, we can track it in your guys' system. So, and then uh, the next one would be, a, uh, we have like a 52 week home maintenance tip. And uh, basically every week they get a maintenance tip that says, you know, your weekly home maintenance tip wow. from signature home inspection. So we're branding ourselves and with the goal of that, hey, they're getting a home maintenance tip. And then maybe on week 34, they need an inspection. You know, and all they got to do is respond to that text that pulls that information back into Hoopla. And then we can, you know, communicate with them through the, the software or through the app and in real time. And uh, so, yeah, there's all kinds of different things you can utilize it for. But that once you set that up, it's automated. You don't have to do anything with it. Powerful. And then, yeah. The other thing, too, is, you know, we get these business cards you know, on site. Uh, and I always tell people if, you know, sometimes they have a, a business card and this is a little tip for some people, but uh, you know, if they have an open house and they've got a bunch of business cards, line them up, uh, take a photo of them, send it to your QA or your, v your VA, or if you have time, I try to go in and put 10 in a day and then I just tag them new agents. So they're automatically enrolled to that in that uh, eight week campaign. So yeah, it's, it's powerful. And we've, we've gotten, you know, we get work from it. So um, especially that $50 coupon, you know, it, I, we used to get more people to say stop, you know, cause they want to be unsubscribed. But what I did was I'm like, all right, how can I change that? So I'm like, all right, I'm going to add that $50 off coupon for the first time. And ever since I did that, hardly anybody says stop or don't, text me anymore because it's like okay this guy's gonna send me you know it's it's all about what you can give them you know if, as long as you're not selling them something and you're giving them information they're more apt to do in business with you but if you're constantly hitting them with emails saying hey you know here's five dollars off or whatever the price is they're not interested in that they want they want inf information that can help them in their business 
marketing 101, add value, right? Yeah. One yeah. thing I love about you is that you have this like real time sandbox as an owner of an inspection company to prove everything that you're doing on the hoopla side. Whereas I know there's other CRMs, agencies, whatever, where um, they don't have the proof right in their backyard. Like they haven't done it. You're actually well, doing it and seeing that's results. That's interesting because at the Nachi conference, uh, when people would come up and talk to me, um, their mind, you know, their, their approach to me was like, oh, this is a guy just like Mike and Kevin, not nothing. I'm just giving you a hard time, but you know, they're like, who is this guy? He's a tech guy, you know? And then as soon as I told them that I own a home inspection company, that I'm actually using this in my home inspection company, their mindset was like, they were so much more open to talking to me. It was like, oh, you know, it's like, it was so weird. And like, that's what I, I changed my pitch. I'm like, listen, Yes, you know, this is my software company. I actually started as a home inspector. I've been in, doing inspection for 20 years. Uh, and I see I saw a need and this is where we came from. You know, this is and it, boom, they were just so much more open to talking about it. Yeah. So, like in no, you don't have a man bun, you don't have like the the haircut. So oh, you got I, so much more going for you. I give you a hard time. <laughs> I'm just teasing about that. <laughs> but I love that it, it makes sense though, because to me, when you've walked the walk. You the th the use cases you just listed. Ninety five percent of inspection companies don't do those things or think about automation, and that to me is the point. And that's like the need right there. Of and it's so easy, it's so easy to set up if you just sit down and take the time to do it. And we'll help people set it up. You know, it's like some of the emails that you know we can create a snapshot and basically, you know, I mean, this software can work for any company. But you know, because home inspection is what we know, we just said this is going to be our niche, niche, whatever you say, yeah. and this is what we're going to target. Um, because I know what a home inspector you know wants and needs and how they, you know they're not easy to deal with sometimes, you know, they're, uh, they can be vulgar. They can be, uh, you know, I won't name names, but you know, we probably know some, same of the, some of the same people we've dealt with, um, that we've had issues with, but, um, yeah, I mean, it's just, it's, it's not that difficult if you just sit down and, and set it up. And so we've even, uh, you know, we're, we're even working on the side, like we have a feature where you can actually create a membership portal or a training portal in the system mm. to where we can set up, we, we basically can do an onboarding video series to where they can just go through one at a time. And so what I tell people is when they sign up and they say, listen, you know, before our onboarding call, which is usually four days down the road, go through that. And it's like a series of like 20 videos that are like three minutes long with basically just an overview of every one of the main features that it does. So that way, when we get on the call, um, you know, we don't have to do the hard work. We can just answer questions and finish setting up stuff that they haven't finished setting up. So, um, yeah. And then there's new features all the time. Like we just, you know, the big thing right now is the chat, the chat GPT, uh, the auto, you know, the, the AI. And, uh, I had a, we, I found a developer, um, in this forum, you know, that we have these Facebook groups mm -hmm. and uh, this guy's like, Hey, I've uh, got this uh, plug in that we can, you know, I frame right into your software. Um, you know, obviously we pay them for it, but they basically got it up to where we can go in and we can use, uh, it for blogging. You know, you can write blogs, you can write, uh, listing, um, you know, for agents, you can write their, your new listing. What are they oh, called? Yeah. 
you know, and, and it's, it's crazy. It's like, for example, on mine, I'll do, you know, my place is a work live loft. So, you know, I've got a you know, office in the main floor, live on the two, two. And so I typed in one bedroom, uh, floor to ceiling loft, new floors, new window, you know, all the stuff. And it kicks out this thing that just basically, you know, writes it for the realtor. And so you could promote that if you wanted to, you know, say, Hey, you know, use this as your home inspector. We'll write all your, uh, you know, your, your listing descriptions. Wow. It's innovation. It's I love great. it. Oh yeah. And then um, with that, it's uh, so right now I, I, as soon as they gave it to us, I, I put it in and I think I wrote, and again, you have to make the changes on the blogs. You can't just let it write everything. Right. But I just went in there over one weekend. I think it was championship weekend when I was watching football, had my laptop and I'm like, all right, I'm going to write, I'm going to see how many blogs I can write. I wrote 30 blogs in three days. <laughs> and again, they're not finished, but I typed in like, for example, how long do water heaters typically last? And it'll kick out a three, four paragraph sentence. And what I do is I copy and paste that into WordPress, have Grammarly running in the background. So Grammarly will fix anything that needs to be fixed. Mm -hmm. And then you just have to do the, um, the Yoast, the Yoast SEO mm -hmm. and, you know, do what it tells you to do. And boom, I've, you know, added the photo, created the links, put the keyword in the first sentence, did all that stuff and, and then saved it and, or scheduled it. Yeah. And I think I, I think I contacted your, uh, the lady, the lady that does your websites the other day, because it, they weren't auto scheduling uh -huh. for some reason. And so she added a plugin that kind of fixed that if it wasn't auto scheduling. And then I asked her if she could add a plugin because we want to push that a uh, blog out to Push a larger, out. you know, like a, feed, like a feeder or whatever yeah. uh, to get it out and then connect it to our social media. And uh, I mean, I just think blogging is going to be the, you know, I've always wanted to do blogs, but I just didn't have the time or the expertise to do it. And now with that, I can do it, you know, and it's pretty, pretty easy to get those set up. And then the other thing that we just uh, we're working on right now is being able to add Facebook um, uh, ads uh, where you can oh. actually basically connect your account Right. And uh, um, launch a Facebook ad in three clicks. Wow. So, you, guys are, you guys are doing everything. I love this. <laughs> um, I'm, you know, I'm looking for, uh, you know, it's a value add. You know, it's kind of like a home inspection. You want to add value. And I want to make this software to where it's like, if you can't pay this amount for what it's doing, I don't know what to tell you. You know, it's, it's like, you know. Well, I would venture to say that the failure rate in our industry is so high because many inspectors don't pay proper respect to all the things you just mentioned, like all the all the marketing, customer service, sales that go into everything you've done manually back in the day, of course, yeah. but that you're automating. I think most inspectors think this stuff's optional. Yeah. And I think that's part of the failure rate being like 60%, right? Well, I think too is, you know, with, you know, VAs are big right now, you mm -hmm. know? everybody's hiring VAs and some people might be against that, but I would say, and nothing against my inspectors, but my VA is a rock star. He, you know, he's, you know, he's, he's in the Philippines. Mm -hmm. He is, uh, you know, shows up every single day. Uh, he's able to, you know, he wants to learn. And I basically, once he found out that we were going to make a pivot and start doing some of the stuff, because he he handles our calls and handles all mm -hmm. that stuff on, you know, scheduling and stuff like that. Um, but, you know, they're not all, you know, I did away with call centers. Um, I, I think it's so a trend. 
Yeah. Yeah. I was so frustrated with the problem with the call centers were, was that, um, you, you would finally get your team the way you wanted it. And then all of a sudden they'd hire somebody else. And then you're just starting all over with that guy. They're making the same mistakes. And you're like, ah, you know, and I came from that industry. I came from the call center industry where I was like a client service manager, where I flew over the, you know, the world visiting, you know, Philippines, India, visiting these places. And so I didn't have much, I didn't have much patience for it. And so I'm like, all right, I'm going to try this VA route. And, uh, you know, we don't have the coverage that we typically had to do, but I don't mind picking up the phone on the weekends. Um, we have a feature, uh, that's, that's called miss call text back that basically if somebody calls and we don't, we can't pick it up, it'll automatically send them a text message saying, Hey, you know, whatever you want it to say, uh, Hey, sorry, missed your call. If it's to place an order, you know, here's a link to our website. You know, we, we direct them to this Spectora scheduler. And a lot of times people will either respond back to that text and say, okay, don't worry about it. Uh, I'll just schedule online or what have you. But, you know, that's kind of gotten, you know, that handles the after hours. And then when we can't get to every call. Um, so he's been able to do that. And what's nice about it is if he makes a mistake or, you know, if you have two VAs, it's a lot easier to correct them than it is, uh, you know, a third party call center that uh, their churn on their employees is, you know, they're running them through the door. So we've been happy with uh, the VA route. And the, the other thing too, is what I was saying was that the VA can do more than answer calls. You know, you've just got to, you know, I have them busy all the time. I have them cold calling agents. Uh, right now I have him cold calling businesses for Hoopla. So I have like a list. I'm like, all right, I want you to do 50 real estate agents. I want you to do 50 businesses. Um, we can also set up automations in, in Hoopla to where we can do that voicemail drop. So, you know, we That's can cool. say, you know, we'd say, you know, I have a message where I say, Hey, this is Scott with signature home inspection. I just started the software. Uh, and then we can send that out. I mean, maybe some home inspectors on listening to this podcast might've received that already, mm -hmm. but uh, then we followed up with text. And so, uh, you know, text is the way people want to communicate. So, Agreed. Where did you find the VA or how did you find the VA? Um, you know, when I was talking with the software developer, he had a list of, you know, they, they, they utilize them, everybody. I mean, yeah. my VA's wife actually works for Amazon. She's a VA for Amazon. So it's not just home inspectors. It's everybody's using VA. Uh, I mean, the quality's great. That's well, it's all I've heard. Have, I've heard know, nothing you, but yeah, great things. The quality's great. They're educated. Um, you know, when I was in the call, and the reason why I was more open to it was because in the call center industry, that was, we were moving our, you know, we were moving call center jobs overseas because we could get somebody that was a college educated for fraction of the cost. And there was no churn. They showed up every day for work versus have hiring them in the U.S. paying double and then they quit after they get their you know their their two-week training then they quit yeah. Yeah. and then you're constantly trying you know it's like and then you know you, you don't you don't have the payroll taxes you don't have all that stuff and then you can bonus them however you want like my guy for Christmas I got him you know he he was mentioning he wanted an Apple Air uh Air and I'm like hey I'll contribute to that here's your you know here's your Christmas bonus use it to buy that uh, at MacBook Air and, and now he's got a Amazing. MacBook Air He's, uh, he asked me the other day, he says, Hey, I want to get a car loan. Would you, you know, there's a document that I need to have you, you know, can you fill out? I'm like, sure, dude, I'll fill it out for you. So, you know, and not to mention that, you know, multiple call centers have been acquired by porch. Um, and I think there's a dynamic there that's clearly shifted and 
Mike and I love hearing this because these are our brothers and sisters over in the Philippines. We're half Filipino. And so we love yeah. seeing a country uh, kind of emerge and come up. And I think yeah. it, it helps their economy and people. And like you said, they're educated and they are sharp. There's places like Myra Staffing, Rocket Station that I know use VAs over there as well. So um, cool tip on that. I think there's just so many success stories we're hearing that it's almost undeniable that that's the way to go. And, and it's not just in the Philippines. My guy actually referred me to um, uh, Latin America. You know, there's, you know, there's as long as they can speak English, you know, and and the only issue that we had when I was in the call center industry was the 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 accent. But, um, you know, they have this accent neutralization training that they go through that you can do. Mm -hmm. India is a little bit tougher to get to answer phones, but they've been kind of transitioned over just to the tech support now. Right. Um, but the Philippines is, has such a um, close knit tie with the U.S. that, right. you know, most of them speak English, you know, all their Perfect. life. Yeah. yeah. And, um, you know, and I'm glad that the ties are getting even stronger. I think the U.S. is going to open some more military bases over there to counter you know, threats in the Pacific and, and they're all open to it. And, um, he was actually, I asked, I think, I think I said something the other day. I said, yeah, this is, you know, when I told him about a new feature that we were adding, I said, this is going to knock it out of the park. And then I had to go back and like, I wonder if he even knows that. And he goes, oh yeah. He goes, I watch everything on Netflix. He goes, I consume, <laughs> I consume an enormous amount of American TV and media. I'm like, oh yeah. yeah okay. They even get cultural references, which is, is, which, can help with agent relationships oh, yeah. or home buyer, you know, like it allows them to speak to virtually anybody. We've only had one person that was upset about it. And I suspect that they were, I don't want to say the R word, but uh, they yeah. were just, you know, their response was that I can't believe that you're hiring outside the country and blah, blah, blah. And I'm Yikes. like, I wanted to say, you know, I, you want us to do a cheap inspection, you know, you want us to keep our costs down, but you don't want, you know, you don't want to allow us to do what we need to do to do that, you know, right. and uh, that's what's great, especially in this market, you know, this has been the frustrating part being here is, you know, the average detached home is, you know, like 1.2 million, I think I saw the other day, and they complain about a $500 inspection, then, <laughs> then they're, they're waste all day to save, save 25 bucks, it's crazy. I hope uh, maybe it's a pipe dream. I think inspections are worth at least a thousand bucks. I think that should be like the floor given the, yeah. the I've seen, I've been a part of so many, I've seen so many. It's just ridiculous that uh, it's still seen as this optional thing to skimp on, but that's yeah. all. That's a topic for another day. The other thing that we like is that new client portal, man, that has been a game changer. We've been on that beta for a while and uh Love how, I mean, my, so I, so I don't know if anybody's, if you know, everybody's using it now, right? It was pushed over. Yeah. Most, yeah. Most should be. Yeah. So we just love it that, you know, that we, we get so many, like before we were sending out emails, we still send out an email to like for sewer and mold. Those are probably our two biggest upsells. Um, we also do some repair pricing that we'll charge a little bit extra, but uh, just having that where they can go in and add those features is just been, I mean, we're, we're getting an inspection that starts out at 500 and by the time they're done, it's at 1200 bucks because they've added on those things just by going into that portal and seeing the pricing. Um, my only feedback would be is instead of let them add it without having to send an email to us. That's coming. So is it? Yeah. yeah one, one, one click, one click upsell add on is on the way. And that, 
yeah, we're pumped about that. Yeah, because what because what what happens right now is that when they say you know request it, then it sends us an email. Then we got to go back into the system admin work. Yeah, it, yep. um, which is fine. You know, it doesn't take that much. But I could see that if you were a lot, you know, did a lot more volume, that that would be you know you'd have to it, whatever cuts down the manpower and yeah. doing the automation is helpful on that. So for those that are curious about that, just write into the chat and ask about the new client portal upsells. But you'll appreciate this. Our mentality on that, we have a an internal saying called ship the cupcake instead of the whole cake in terms of features. And so that was our cupcake version of it was just get it there so people can request more services and pay you and you know, you guys up your average ticket price. Now the next step is like make it one click, make it like seamless. Yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah, it's it's been great. Oh, I love it. And I, I I've even had my inspectors uh, you know, you know, tell me, say, man, these have been some big and uh big, you know, tickets. <laughs> yeah, because, you know, how we bonus our guys is that, you know, I've got, you know, a couple of different ones that are on different pay scales. But what I do is I'll bonus them on uh, some of the upsells, you know, so if they and they can even do it in the field, you know, we don't want to be pushy with it. But right. if they say if they say something about, you know, hey, does this report come with the, re you know, repair estimates, then they can say, hey, no, but, you know, for this amount, you can have that added to your report uh, and then they can have it added. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You do so much well. I love it. I'm such a fan of your business. Um, <laughs> I wish I was that guy. Like, you know, we were talking about scaling earlier, mm -hmm. you know, and, th and this is for everybody too, that has that stress on it is, you know, having a large company is not for everybody. Um, right. I found that having um, a, a larger team, I was more stressed out. Um, because you got up to it, five, six or seven at one point. Yeah. 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 Yeah, we were up to, I can't, I don't know about that. So, um, but I was like, man, it just seems like, you know, you were having to deal with every single buddy. I mean, it's not cut and dry. It's not, you think in this industry that, hey, all they got to do is go from their house to the inspection, do the report and then back. But when you add people to that, you've got so many different personalities you have to deal with. And, um, you know, one guy, I mean, even though you tell him like the worst thing you can possibly do is be sick at the last minute, you know, or, you know, or say, Hey, I can't make it. And there's only an hour before the inspection. Realtors don't care. You know, they, they don't, you know, they can do it to you, but you can't do it to them. And, um, th I think that's one thing is you just got to make sure you got people that are responsible, that understand that, you know, you've got to show up on time. You got to be there. You can't be late. You got to get reports out on time. Um, and you got to be able to communicate with the client. So. Awesome. Well, where can people learn more? Where can people see a demo of Hoopla? Um, yeah, where, you guys can, can go on uh, the website is, uh, Hoopla, uh, CRM.com. And you can go online. That's it's it's basically a, a funnel page that you can go on there and schedule a demo. Uh, you can place a call. A lot of the features are on there. We're actually getting uh, in the process of revamping the website, so it'll be there for you know it'll be changing here shortly. Just because of some of the stuff that we're going to be adding to it, um, we might even get into some of the uh, what do they call it the SMMA? Um, you know because we get people that say, hey, um, can you do social media plan? You know, can you do it for us? Right. And I don't want to get into that. I would rather be a software agency. Um, but we have enough people that say, hey, I don't want to do my social media. Can you guys do that? Uh, hey, I don't want to do my Facebook ads. Can you guys do that? Um, hey, I don't want to set up the automations. Can you guys do that? Um, you know, at the price point that we're at, um, you know, we, we, we would, you know, we have to get to the point where we might have to start charging for additional, you know, requests sure. because it's just, you know, 
it's uh we're at a you know i when i priced this i knew where we needed to be with this industry uh to you know to be able to sell the product if we go too much higher you know it's going to be out of most people's price range so we've tried to you know keep it at a decent price but at the same time uh you get people that are you know and i think you guys see it all the time you know somebody saying oh you know their software is expensive it's 100 bucks or 80 bucks or whatever it is but they have to understand that you know, if they want the support, support costs money. You want innovation, it costs money. It's not, you know, yeah. I, I've never understood that with, with people that say uh, Spector is expensive. That's your final product. That's what you're providing to your client. Um, how $100 per inspector, you know, like I think it's even cheaper than that. I think I've gone up to the um, the yearly plan because I can add an inspector for, what is it now? 600 bucks a, a year on each one of them and i don't have to worry i mean it's constantly updating and yeah. and uh I, i've never understood why people say it's a, a it's an inspect you know it's a software expensive compared to what you know it's like right there's in my opinion there's no software out there that's better there's some that have tried to clone you guys i won't name names uh there's some that i just can't stand looking at it's just like the ugliest report out there <laughs> you know I, you know I just, in you know just like with Hoopla, the, when it does so much, I think it's like a value proposition problem in our industry of understanding like the ROI on some, like everything we discussed in the last hour can become a six figure business for 20 years. And yeah, they're worried about hundred bucks. And so it's not for everybody. I think that's, that's the moral of the story is, is the more business savvy our industry get, gets, the more they'll wrap their heads around automation, software, and all the money it brings. So, well, what do you you think that the younger generation is understanding? I mean, it's probably a, a whole change. I mean, you're going from you're starting to see the old school guys, and I kind of consider myself old school. I mean, I'm not you know 80 years old, but I would say I would think the new people that are coming into the industry are probably expecting you know, software as a service where they're paying a subscription because it's been, you know, ever since Microsoft went from, you know, what is it? Uh, Microsoft switched to the subscription model. Yeah. Um, you know, you don't have to buy. I mean, I, I'm fine paying 10 bucks a month, you know, for, you know, all their features and not have to do anything, but do an update every once in a while. Uh, same with, um, is it, uh, I use, I use zero, but uh, what's the other one? QuickBooks. Uh, the, yeah. QuickBooks. Uh, yeah, online. QuickBooks. Yeah. I, mean, I mean, ever since they moved it online, <laughs> And I still still see people on there saying, "Oh, I bought the software, but when's the last time you updated it, dude? Ten years ago." Things change. <laughs> Updates need to happen. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, so, well, cool, man. I'll uh, I'll link to everything in the descriptions here um, for people to get a hold of you. But this was fun, man. Let's do this again and dig into some other topics like specifics yeah. around automation. Hopefully this time, hopefully this time we got good sound quality, not like the last time. I think it sounded great. I think it was so it was so funny. It was like hey, in the background. <laughs> yeah, no, this is perfect. This will be a good one, man. All right. All right, brother. Yeah. Appreciate it, man. Talk hey, thanks soon. for having me on, Kevin. I appreciate it. Always good catching up with you.